The last thing we were discussing was a person giving his wife a get on a condition she's not allowed to marry someone else. Rabbi Le'ezer says it is a get. Hachamim say it's not a get. And the Gemara had a question regarding the word Ela. Does the word Ela mean on condition or does it mean accept? And we asked, does the same rules apply for Kiddushin? And we ended up saying, yes, it does. Because we're equating it Siyat Havaya. And then Abaye asked a question, if a person said you're allowed to marry anyone you want, except Reuven, Shimon, then he just said Reuven, or he just said uh, Shimon, or just even Shimon, and we ended up in a teko. And with that, we're going to start Pegimel Amud Aleph, eight lines in by the two dots, where it says Tanura Banan. The Gemara tells us that Le'achar Petiratosh Rebili Ezra, after Rebili Ezra passed away, Nechnesu Arba'azikanim Lashivadevarav. Four rabbis came in to argue his shita that if you left over in the Girushin, it's still good. Elohen, these are the four rabbis. Rabbi Yosia Galilee, number one. Rabbi Tarfon, number two. Rabbi Lazab and Azariah, three. Rabbi Akiva, four. And it starts with Nana, Rabbi Tarfon. Ve'amar haresh halcha zov v'nisit la'chiv shazesh n'isra'alav. I'll tell you the reason this get is no good. Let's say this woman is mutat to get married to everyone except Reuven. And now she goes and she get marries Shimon Reuven's brother. Umet belobanim. And now Shimon passes away without any children, and she falls into boom in front of uh, Reuven, and they're not allowed to be mitiabem because of uh, that original get. This original husband is uprooting a mitzvah from the Torah because they're not allowed to do yibum. Halamat tashen zekritut. You see that you can't do such a, a get like that. It's not a real keritut. It's not a real cutoff. Now, Nana Rabbi Yosegeli, Rabbi Yosegeli comes in ve'amar and he says, "Hechad matzinu asur lezeu mutal lezeh." Where in the Torah do we have a situation where something is asur to this person and it's mutar to a different person? Asur, asur lakol, mutar, mutar lakol. When something is asur, it's asur to everyone. When something is mutar, mutar to everyone. Meaning, it has to be a real divorce. It can't be a divorce to this one, not a divorce to that one. Halamata shen zekritut. So you learn from here, that's not a real get. Now, not Rabbi Al-Azab and Azariah. Rabbi Al-Azab and Azariah comes in and says, Ve'amar, Keritut. What does the word keritut mean? Dabara koret beno lebena. There has to be a cutting between them, nothing connecting them. And here she's still connecting. Halamata shen zekritut. You learn from here, that's not a real karet. It's not a real divorce. Now, Na'ana Rabbi Akiva ve'amar, Rabbi Akiva comes in and says, Hareshalcha zov enisit le'ahad min ashuk. Imagine this case. This woman, she divorced everyone except uh, Ruben, for example. And uh, she goes, she marries some random person. And she has children. That second husband divorces her. Uh, he dies, whatever the case may be. And she goes and she marries that person that her uh, first ex-husband told her she's not allowed to marry. Now, this original get is not a get. And her new children from the second husband are now all mamzerim. That can't be. We can't have a situation like that. You see, it's not real karet. It's not a real get. Now, now some say it's Rabbi Akiva said it a different way. The first husband said, you're allowed to marry everyone except this person who's a Kohen. And now, the, the, the original uh, husband who divorced her, he dies. Now, it becomes a situation where to this Kohen, she's an Almana, but to everyone else, it's a Grusha.
And that's the reason she's not allowed to marry him either. She has that name of a Gerusha, the Kalva Homer, because you're gonna have to say that there's a whole Kalva Homer, because Magerusha Shaikala, the whole Kohen marrying a divorcee, is only a small Isur, it's a light Isur, and still Asura, Bishvil Gerushin Sheba. She is still Asur to this Kohen because the fact that she's Gerusha to the rest of the world, Eshet Ish. In a regular case where she wouldn't be a Gerusha Almana, she's a Eshet Ish to one person. That means to one person she's still an Eshet Ish. You're right, to the whole world she's divorced, but to one person she still has that name Eshet Ish. Local, she can all the more so. You should see that's not a real Kritut because she, there's still a, a name of Eshet Ish on her that's not a real cutting off. And Amar Lehen Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Yoshua steps in and he tells these four Hachamim and Meshivinatari the Harmita, you can't attack the lion after he passes away. And Amar Abakulehu Itlehu Pircha Lebar Midribil Azab and Azaya, all of them. Every question that was brought up, you can knock it out, except Rebil Azar ben Azariah, the little Lepirchad, there's no questions, you can't knock it down. And Tanya Namiyachi, we have a Braita like that. Amar Biyasi, Ro'eh Ani, Divre Rebil Azar ben Azariah, Amit Rebekulan. I see Rebil Azar ben Azariah's words, the question that he brought up, it says Keritur has to be Mamash cutting off completely, you have to sever all ties more than everyone. And Amar Mor, we learned in the Braita, Na'ana Rebit Rafon Ve'amar, Rabbi Tafon steps in and says, So the case where uh, she's divorced from everyone except, let's say, Reuven, and she goes and she marries Shimon, Shimon passes away without any kids. Now she falls to Reuven for Yibum, and they're not allowed to do Yibum because of that original get. It seems like this original husband who divorced her is taking away a mitzvah from the Torah. And the Gemara doesn't understand the language because it says the word Oker. Rabbi Tafon said that this person is taking away something from Torah. Yu Akar is the first husband, the one who gave that weird get. Is he the one who's taking away something from the Torah? The Yibum's not on him. He's putting a condition that's going to take away something from the Torah. Matne, wait a second, he's the one putting that condition. Did he tell her, you're not allowed to marry to anyone except the brother of that person? She could have married anyone. Why'd she go to that person? He causes that something from the Torah gets taken away. The Torah says, Gorem? How could he be the cause? If that's the case, every other person, she shouldn't marry his niece, his brother's daughter. Why? Because if, he, if that person passes away without children, she falls in front of her father for Yibum, and we know that's a surah. And we're going to end up knocking out something from the Torah. So then we, we can really throw that reasoning everywhere. So that's what Rabbi meant, that there's a problem with what Rabbi Tarfon said. And the Gemara asked a question, when Rabbi Tarfon saw that Mahlok and Rabbi Lahaz and Hachamim, how did he set it up? If he understood the word Ela to mean Chutz, except, you're allowed to marry everyone except that person. Well, Mishra Shara Rabbi Lahazer, Rabbi Lahazer allowed that situation. The Tanya, we have a bright that says, Modeh Rabbi Lahazer, Bimgaresh et ishto ve'amar la hareat muteret lechol adam chutz miploni. Rabbi Lahazer admits, if a person gave uh, his wife a get, and he told her you're allowed to marry anyone except that person. Ve'alchavini said le'echad min ashuk, and she went and she married some random person, and that second person, Venitar Milan Gasha, he gave her a divorce, or he died, and now she's an almanah, 
even Rabbi Eliezer would admit she is now allowed to marry even that person who her original husband was Osirah. Why? Because once she married that second person, she now completely severed ties with her first husband. She is now an Eshet Ishtu, the person number two. She's, she has a clean slate, and now she can marry that person that her original husband was Osir. You have to say that Rabbi Tarfon held were in regards to that Ela means on condition and not Hutz. So when it's on condition, then yeah, even if she marries someone else, there's still some sort of a connection. And that's why according to Rabbi Tarfon, it is a divorce, and according to Hachamim, it's not a divorce. That's the way Rabbi Tarfon saw that Mahloket. And that's why he asked that whole Oker Minat Torah thing, Legabe Yibum. Now the Gemara is going to go into Rabbi Yosei Galdi, Na'ana Rabbi Yosei Galdi ve'amar, Hechan matzinu asur lezeh, mutar lezeh, ha'asur, asur lakol, ve'amutar, mutar lakol. In general, there's no such thing as something that is asur to one person, not the other person. When something is asur, it's asur to everyone, when something is mutar, it's mutar to everyone. And the Gemara says, Velo, but we never saw something that is asur to only some people. Ve'are teruma ve'kodashim, sh'asur lezeh, it's asur to Yisraelim, mutar lezeh, it's mutar lekoanim. The Gemara says, no, we're talking about a woman. So the Gemara asks, yeah, but what about Arayot? A person not allowed to marry your sister, but someone else is allowed to marry this guy's sister. So the Gemara says, no, we're talking about and we're talking about that a woman is Asur because she's married to one person, not the other one. The Gemara says, yeah, what about the regular Ishetish? She's Mutatar husband, she's Asur to the whole world. That's exactly what Rabbi meant, that everyone has a question on him, and this is the question on Rabbi Yosei Ubemayan, How does Rabbi Yosei set up that machloket? What does Ela mean? If he holds, it means on condition. Then Rabbi Yosei question doesn't stand. He said, oh, we never saw someone that's mutar this, but it's a sort of that. Well, they just can't get married, but they could be do znut together. There's no problem with that. So she is technically mutar to everyone. Ela behutz. You have to say that Rabbi Yosei understood that the word Ela means hutz, meaning you are allowed to marry anyone you want. You're allowed to be with anyone you want, except this person. So she's not even allowed to him in znut. And that's where the question comes in. We never saw such a thing that someone is mutar of this person as sort of another person. And now we're up to number three. Naana Rabbi Akiva ve'amana comes Rabbi Akiva and says, "Hareshalcha zov." And he said, "Lehad min ashuk vayula banim." Imagine this woman went to uh, to someone, some random person. She got married. She had children. When he tamelani digarsha, and she becomes widowed from her second husband, or she gets divorced from her second husband. Ve'amdav and he said, "Lezeshin esalav." And she goes and she marries that person that her first husband said is not allowed to be married to. Lorim saget batel banim amzerim. Don't we have a situation where that original get is no good and the children she had from that second marriage, all the children are mamzerim? And the Gemara doesn't like Rabbi Akiva's question because in any condition, on any get, she shouldn't be able to get married because what happens if she gets divorced and she, she breaks the condition? She won't imagine she won't keep to the condition. And her get will be no good and the and children will be mamzerim. And Hainu Pirchan, that's the question that Rabbah had on Rabbi Akiva. Ubemai, and how do you understand how did Rabbi Akiva understand the Mahok Rabbi Lazar and Hachamim? If it's the if he understood it to mean accept, 
Well, Mishashara Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer allowed the situation of Chutz. The Tanya Alak we said before, Modeya Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer agrees. Bim Gareshti Yishtov Amar La Harayat Muter Dechol Adam Chutz Miploni that if a person divorced his wife and he told her you're allowed to marry anyone except this person, Valchav and he said Lehad Min Ashuk and she got married to some random person. When he told me alone, she became widowed or divorced from that second person. She Muter Lezishin Esalav. She's now allowed to marry that person who are her original. Husband said she's not allowed to marry because when because that like we explained before that when she got married to the second person she was totally cut off from the first person and she's now free every she a clean slate. Ela not rather you have to say that Rabbi Akiva understood the mahokot of Rabbi that Ela means condition and that's why he had a problem with conditions not being met. Now, Rabbi Akiva also set up the question in a different way. He said, If the person she was asur to marry was a Kohen, and the original person who gave her divorce died, she becomes an almanat to this Kohen, but she's a grusha to everyone, and she's still a surta this kohen because she has that shem gerusha on her. And we brought a vekal vahomir ma gerusha shehi kala asura. Imagine gerusha, which is a light isura on a kohen, it's still a surta that kohen, mishum tzad gerushin b'sheba, because she's called a megoreshet to the rest of the world. Eshet ish hamura lo kosheken, a regular eshet ish. Imagine she's mutar to everyone. So imagine someone wants to marry, but she does have that shem eshet ish to that one person that of all the more so that should be a sword so hamur and the gemara asks how does rabbi akiva set up the machloket of rabbi the and hachamim this time around if you want to say that he understood the machloket that ela means on condition you don't marry someone else She's also a sort of to this Kohen, Biznut. He's not allowed to be with a Gerusha, and as long as she has that name Gerusha, he can't be with her, even Biznut. Ela, Behutz, rather, Rabbi Akiva held the Mahloket of Hachamim and Rabbi Ezer when he said Ela, then he really meant Hutz. And to this Kohen, she's not considered a Gerusha. And the only reason this Kohen can't marry her because uh, the, the Girushin, she's considered Megoresh to everyone else. And that's why you have a Kalva Homer that people are going to say, well, if she's if he's Asur to her because she's uh, considered a Girushat to everyone else, then everyone else should be Asur to her because she's considered still an Eshet Ish to him. So the Gemara has a question on Rabbi Akiva. The Rabbi Akiva he gave us two different questions. If you held that the Mahlokit Rabbi Yazan Hachamim is about Hutz, then just give us the, that one question that's regarding Hutz. And Rabbi Akiva, if you hold the Mahlokit between Rabbi Yazan and Rabbanan was Almenat, Ella means Almenat, then Lotiv Almenat, just ask the question, Almenat. So which one do you hold? So the Gemara explains just practicality. Rabbi Akiva, Shami, Adedi, Ika, Amar, Hutz, Ika, Amar, Rabbi Akiva heard that the machloket between Rabbi Eliezer and Hachamim, some say meant uh, Ela means Hutz, some say Ela means Almenat. Man Amar Hutz, Hai Pircha, Man Amar Almenat, Hai Pircha. So if you, have a, if you say like this, you have a question. If you have like this, you have a question, meaning he, I have a question either way. And the Gemara says, Umay Pircha, so what's the knockout on Rabbi Akiva's question? 
We're talking about the second question with the Kalva Homer. If you want to say the whole Isur of Keunah is different, the Torah had more mitzvot on the Kohanim, and there's a reason to be Mahmir, well, Rabbi Eliezer brings the whole concept that a leftover get is good from Isur of Kehunah. The famous case where a man tells his wife, you're divorced from me, but you're a sur to the rest of the world. She's not divorced, but on the other hand, if he's a Kohen, she can't go back to him. Or if he dies, she can't marry a Kohen. Why? Because there's a reyah haget, a smell of a get. And from the Kohanim themselves, Rabbi Eliezer learned this whole deen. So you can't tell me that Rabbi Akiva, the question on him would be, is that uh, Kohanim are different. So rather, the Gemara explains that Rabbi held, like Rabbi Anai in the name of uh, one older rabbi, who held that Rabbi Eliezer's real reason is because the Pasuk says, and he was Doresh, that even in a case where he divorced and only let her marry one person, it's considered a divorce. The one who learned the whole thing from uh, the Kehuna, that she, the whole Reya Haget thing, that's Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi didn't hold like Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi held like uh, Rabbi Anai, who said the name of an older rabbi. And that's why Rabbi had a question to ask on Rabbi Akiva, that you could, you can't compare to Kohanim, because you could always say that Kohanim are different because there's more halachot by them. Now, let's go back to that original bright tower. Rabbi Yeshua comes in and tells them, You can't respond to the lion, you can't attack the lion after he died. It sounds like Rabbi Yeshua holds like Rabbi Eliezer. But Rabbi Yeshua himself asked a question on Rabbi Eliezer. Obviously, he didn't agree with Rabbi Eliezer, so how's he protecting him? Rather, the Gemara explains, This is what Rabbi Yeshua was telling the Hachamim. I also have my problems on Rabbi Eliezer. But you have to say, whether it's me or you, you can't argue with the lion after he dies. So now, by the way, my perchad Rabbi Yeshua was Rabbi Yeshua's prophet Rabbi Eliezer. The Tanya Amar Rabbi Yeshua mekish kodmei avaya shniya lekodmei avaya rishona. We have to compare the beginning or what happens before the first marriage to what happens before the second marriage. Ma kodmei avaya rishona delo agida beinisha harina. The same way before the first marriage, she was not connected to any other man. Av kodmei avaya shniya delo agida beinisha harina. You have to say the same thing when she comes to marry a second time. She cannot be connected to anyone else. Gufa. Now let's go back to something we learned before. If a person divorces his wife, he told her, You're allowed to marry anyone you want except that person. And she married some other third person, random person. And she was widowed or she divorced from that second person. She's now mutat that person who her original husband was Osir. Rabbi Shimon bar El Azar asked a question on Rabbi Eliezer. Where do we find the case where someone said something is Asur, comes a second person and makes a mutar? The Gemara says, Velo, what's the problem? The whole concept of Yibum. The Baal the husband made her Asur. She's not allowed to marry anyone. Now the Yabam can do a Halitzan and let her marry whoever she wants. 
The Gemara says, no, you can't compare. Hatam Yabam The Yabam himself is the one who's Osir. Why? The Imibal, if it's from the husband, Hashayavikama, she's Muta, the guy died. The only the only person that's holding her back is the Yabam himself, and he's the one who's Osir, he's the one who's Matir. So the Gemara tries something else. The person makes a vow. He's Osir himself to have a cup of coffee, for example. The Hacham Matir comes, the Hacham and says, it's Mutar. Hacham could only be matir if a person felt bad, meaning the person himself has to start that process in order for it to be mutar. So it's not just the hacham totally being matir by himself. The person who is osir has to be matir also. Okay, what about if a wife makes a vow, the husband could step in and say, no, I annul this, this entire thing. A woman vows and will say herself, and the husband can annul it. You know, like says, you have to explain the reason, like, in the name of any woman who makes a vow, it really goes by what her husband wants. It really doesn't depend on her. It goes by what her husband wants. Now, let's go back to the fourth rabbi in all of this. That a get that is given on condition that you can't marry someone else or accept for someone else is no good because you need keritut, something that cuts them off. And this type of get didn't completely sever ties. That's not a severing of ties. That's not a keritut. So the Gemara asks, Virabanan, all the other rabbis who didn't mention this uh, point that Rabbi Azab and Azariah brought up, hi keritut my avdeles. So what do they do with the word keritut? How they dorish it? So the Gemara explains, lehu They need it for the following brayta. This is your get on condition you never ever drink wine. Olam, or you never go to your father's house forever. Enze keritut. That's not a karet because that has them connected forever. Sheloshim yom, if he tells her don't drink wine, don't go to your parents for 30 days, that is a divorce. Ve'idach, and Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, he learns keritut that they have to be completely severed, it can't be a get out night. Mikaret keritut nefka. He learns that they could have said karet, but when it said keritut, it means two things. Number one, it has to be complete uh, severing between them, also that you can't have a condition that is connected forever. Ve'idach, and you have to say hachamim karet keritut lodashe. They're not doresh that double language. And Amar Abba, hare zegitech al menat shelot ishtiyayin kol yemeh hayai. For a person gave a get his wife that you not drink wine the rest of my life. En zekeritut that is not a divorce. Kol yemeh hayep loni hare zekeritut. But if it's someone else's life, on condition you don't drink wine, someone else's lifetime that is a keritut. And the Gemara asks, my shana hayep loni. What's the difference by someone else that works? Because maybe that other person is going to die and she can now fulfill that uh, condition. Well, what about uh, this guy himself, the husband himself? Maybe he'll die and she can do that uh, condition. They have to say, If you tell her you're not allowed to drink wine all of your life, that's not a karet because she'll never be able to fulfill that condition because once she dies, she dies. That's it. Rather, kol hayai or haye peloni. If he said, you know, I'll drink wine the rest of my life or someone else's life, hareze keritut. 
that is a, that is a karet, that is a get, because that condition can be met. Now, Rabbi asked Rav Nachman a question. Hayom e'atishti, gave her a get and tells her, today you're not divorced from me. However, ishti, but tomorrow we'll be back to married and you're not divorced. Now, what's Allah? And the question goes to Ba'ad Rabbi Ezer. The question is according to Rabbi Ezer, who is Machshir, a get that has a little bit left over. And to Ba'ad Rabbanan, there's also a question according to Rabbanan, who hold that you're not allowed to leave anything over in a get. The question, according to Rabbi Ezer, would be that maybe Rabbi Ezer only said that in a case where it's on condition or accept. Because whoever is mutar is mutar forever. And okay, whoever is asur is asur forever. But at least she's mutar to certain people forever. But over here, when he is matir, it's only for one day, not tomorrow. Or maybe to him, a condition is a condition and all conditions work. And the question also to the Rabbanan, question according to Hachamim, the reason over there Hachamim said on condition or accept, the reason it doesn't work over there, because there was no official cutting. They're not completely severed one from the other. But over here, when he's divorcing her for one day, once he cut her off, he completely cut her off, and it should work. And she can't be married to him tomorrow unless he's Mekadesh again. And after Rabbi asked the question, he was able to figure out the answer himself. It makes sense that according to both of them, once he cut her off, that gets a good get, even if it's good for just one day, that's it. He cut her off completely, and uh, whatever he said after that doesn't make a difference. And the next day, she's not his wife unless he's Mekadesher again. As Tosfot explains, this is not a condition that will disturb the kashrut of the get. The get is good, and once she's divorced, she's divorced. That's it. Done. Story is over. And afterwards, whatever he said means nothing. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.